0: It is going to be one of those days, isn't it? Really? Yeah. Uh, this is a bit of a first for us. We're uh, weekending. We are, actually, aren't we? I don't believe we've done a, uh, yeah, we haven't done a weekend. weekend recording. Ah, oh,
1: it's a relaxed affair. Happy Saturday. Happy Saturdays.
0: Yeah. Uh, anyway, this is our uh, slightly belated, because uh, we've done quite well of getting these out once a month so far this year, and roughly around the same time, but we're slightly behind on this particular one, but only just. Oh. Uh, and we have... Uh, Well, we're we're cutting across genres left, right and centre, really, with this podcast, really, aren't we? Because we've got uh, some country folk from the Civil Wars. We've got some groove metal. Groove metal? I believe that is... is, that what it's called? I believe that's what the particular sub-genre is. (laughs) Um, From Five Finger Death Punch. We have uh, uh, some boy band... Uh, some, yes, boy back some boy band or other. The Backstreet Boys are back. Uh, Backstreet's back.
1: Oh, I thought I'd get that in, I'd get that in early. Uh,
0: we then have some Gypsy Punk from Gogomodelo. We have some American indie uh, from Speedy Ortez and some UK uh, dance, I guess. Yeah. From uh, Aluna George. Yep. So without Super. further ado, we should get on to the Civil Wars. Yep. Uh, a second album called the Civil Wars. I thought it was the second. Yeah. Uh, and an album that's probably created as much kind of uh, publicity due to the uh, Civil War seemingly between the two members, Ooh. As, well as, well as, uh, as well as the, uh, the actual ah. the album, uh, since uh, mid-tour, European tour, last October, I believe it, believe it was, within an hour of their roundhouse gig, which I happen to be at, uh, they posted the tweet saying they were parting due to internal discord and irreconcilable differences of ambition. Oh gosh. Which I think is a great... That's a great way of putting it. Yeah. uh, And uh, so, yeah. um, Most people seem to think that it was uh, John Paul White that was the instigator behind this rather than Joy Joy Williams, but no one seems to know. Definitely. uh, There seems to be no... Immediate chance of them burying the hatchet, at least when it comes to uh, um, going out and playing live live again. But most of this album, I think, had been recorded by then, and they did get back together to finish it off. Right, um, um, but I believe there was still some frostiness, shall we say? Oh, right. Uh, Gosh. So, with that, that in with mind, with all that in context, with all that in mind, yeah, uh, they haven't number one American album straight in, yeah, uh, as came in two weeks. Uh, but yes, so the Civil Wars.
1: Over was you well i'm quite shocked because i actually thought you know i thought um the chemistry across the record is is definitely there between the two of them um it's it's a very enveloping uh record it's very warm um it's it's an easy listen but i don't mean that in the the, the usual degenerative way that we we talk about easy listening yeah i actually i actually thought it was a very a very, a very sort of pleasant listening experience um and as you say, some some classic American folk, country, western riffs running through it as well. Um, standout tracks for me, well, it's uh, all kind of, uh, but but again, all kind of this muchness, but 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 all very very good quality, lyrical, yeah, s- ballad storytelling.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I obviously as a gig, I. Um, I was a big fan of the, of the debut album Barton mm. Bart hollow um I can't remember how I first heard of the band but uh did get into them um quite early on in the UK yeah. sense, sense and before they suddenly started to get get traction both here and in the in the states in fact I think um Adele heard one of their songs famously right um and they went oh I want them to be my support act um, right. they ended up being a support act across the states and the UK um about two years ago um and she's still a big fan of the band and still there's a, That's French, a uh,
1: combination I can't quite but there you go
0: <laughs> apparently they all on like a house on fire brilliant uh, I suppose as well as well uh, probably the, the songwriting thing kind of um connects them to get kind of yeah. together I mean Williams and White were kind of thrown together originally at a kind of almost kind of songwriting national kind of songwriting competition where songwriters come round from all over the place just to kind of sit and jam and stuff and they kind of got together in a room This kind of challenge was you go, go, in a, go in a room, it's almost like speed dating almost I think, we you're going to go in a room with someone write, try and write a song, come out, go to the next room try and write a song with somebody and wow. they, they realised when they wrote a couple of songs together that actually they were quite good and went, mm-hmm. ah, actually we should do this Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I think the strength of them as a, as a uh, Concern, going concerned or not going concerned, it, it seems to be at the moment, is how well suited their voices are. Mm. Uh, I think get, very complementary. Yeah, yeah, very complementary. they harmonize well and, and produced to mm. um, give a kind of rich, thick sa- mm. sa- sound. N- neither overpowering the other at any particular particular point. Both having bits where they're the lead vocal and the other ones following, mm. um, and vice versa.
1: It's very. That's what I mean about the chemistry. Yeah. It's, it feels very natural listening to them
0: Oh and when, the, when you see you them know, so, so, live as well <laughs> Also it came across live when yeah. They are one of the best live acts I've ever, ever I seen I can imagine It, is, yeah. it is yeah. just them on sta- stage together And the first few times I saw them particular, particularly You could tell that they were genuinely enjoying each other's company yeah. feeding off each other and, and just You could genuinely feel it in the audience Yeah. Um, for me Some of the tracks that show this off best Are things like Eavesdrop um, Dust to Dust, same old, same old. Uh, the latter being quite funny because it includes the very apt lyrics, I'll fight with you if I have to. <laughs> oh uh, dear. And, seem- and seemingly <laughs> they had to. They had to, yeah. Uh, and there's also a couple of covers on the album. There's a cover of Ethel James's Tell Mama mm. and Smashing Pumpkins' uh, Disarm.
1: Ah, uh, yes.
0: Um, which follows up their habit because the f- they've also, also been one of these artists have also always done covers of things. Hmm. On the on Barton Hollow there were two covers that were added on as extra tracks, um Dancing to the End of Love, and Leonard Cohen song, and their hmm. quite a brilliant version of uh, I Want You Back by um Jacksons. I
1: remember you playing that to me yeah. before. Yeah. Uh,
0: which is just oh. just brilliant. Um uh, so yeah I, I don't think this album's quite as good as their debut album, but I still think overall it's a a pretty pretty decent record and if it did turn out to be the last last record they record together it'd be a shame i think that would be
1: a shame um I think it's one one of the of this particular genre it's one of the best records we've heard for a while as well mm. um and I know we haven't had a a, a folky album for quite some time but but yeah certainly over the duration of the podcast it's one of the better hours in this genre and i you know heartily recommend it what a bummer yes. <laughs> Wow. Wow. So moving moving sw- on moving
0: swiftly on to some yeah. groove metal, right? And uh, Just so you're aware of this, yes. Uh, groove metal is they've essentially, not split up, have they? No, no. <laughs> groove metal is essentially kind of old school thrash metal played at a more mid tempo pace, right? Apparently,
1: okay, okay. Because right. I'd have just I'd have just said thrash metal. Yeah.
0: Just so you're aware. Good. Uh, and this is it is quite interesting for us because once we have done metal before,
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: we haven't really tackled to be fair any of the new breed of proponents of no. the metal genre it's always been classic artists yeah. releasing stuff and stuff like that yeah re-releases yeah um so this is uh this band's fourth album right wow and as you'll have noticed it's part one uh, part two is oh. going to be out before oh. the end of the year <laughs> <laughs> uh i think i so, say the general sound to me i was very reminiscent of people like slipknot yes um Uh, Lamb of God and with slices of Judas Priest (laughs) thrown in which probably explains why Rob Halford uh, appears as a guest vocalist on the uh, opening track of the album Um, singer (laughs) Ivan Moody I think it's safe to say mostly favours the growling approach to (gasps) singing I can't even do it uh, much adopted yeah. in the genre, yeah. and kind of akin to listening to uh, animal from the Muppets fronting <laughs> a band, except perhaps no, 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 not. No. Uh, yeah, except perhaps not as exciting as that sounds. <laughs> but what's really a shame, actually, is when Ivan does decide to sing. Yes, he, he does actually he have a good voice. He
1: has a classic rock voice, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, it's
0: got yeah. big, beefy, sort of big kind of ballady voice. Yeah, we'll get onto the ballads in a minute. Later. Yeah. Um <laughs> So it's an album that veers between yeah. growly, angsty, so songs like uh, You, Dot Your Eyes, Burn MF, <laughs> uh, and well... It has a really catchy chorus, I agree with yes, you. Agree with <laughs> and, uh, and then it kind of veers to, dare I say it, kind of Nickelback. Yes, that's On it. the ballads. Yeah, the ballads are Nickelback. Yeah. Yeah. Which
1: is quite weird. And, and does that, does, um, is it... Is it um, End This Way or Die of a Dead Man? There's one right at the end there. Diary of a Dead
0: Man when he's speaking? Yeah. I quite like
1: that. I quite like that. Um, very good. But there's, there's another one, a few tracks earlier, perhaps perhaps he was even anywhere but here,
0: mm. um,
1: where he does actually say, it begins as a ballad. Yeah. And it's only when it hits the chorus, it goes, Back into the <laughs> But um, it is actually a ballad. And I thought, this is, quite, this is all right, this actually. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's 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 a straight record. So I actually quite like the opening, the opening, the opening track. Yes,
1: yeah, similar effect does. actually. Yeah,
0: so that's that's yeah. That, that's a, that's quite good. I quite I quite like the diary of a uh, dead man. At the end. I said which yeah. it says it has this spoken word spoken, spoken word thing, but yeah. actually lyrics are quite good and musically works quite well. Um, over the last couple of days, it has to have said, burn MF, and for people listening, MF does stand for what you think it stands yeah, for. Um, is just so cartoonish and stupid uh, that I have to say I've I love it and I was it's quite likable and I was singing it earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's right, it's very likable. Um, uh, but but the, but the biggest crime on the album is their massacre of one of my favourite LL Cool songs. <laughs> <laughs> they do a, a really awful version of Mama Says "Knock You Out," yes, which I mean, truly truly <laughs> I awful. I enjoyed it really. <laughs> 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 this is the end of the podcast we're splitting up now. that's it we, Irris- we, we, whatever, whatever that was Irris- whatever it whatever is whatever the civil war, any, war I, said. I can't even really say it <laughs> no, i haven't even had a drink today so yeah uh so basically what i'm saying is it's yeah an interest an interesting listening experience it has to be the ground thing is not a the thing i'm that particularly i warm to particularly no um but they obviously do have some talent, and a couple of the songs I quite quite enjoyed. It's quite enjoyable. But I wouldn't be going out of my way no. to see them live, or particularly no. to check out part two. No, no, I think I think I'd, I'd happily
1: give part two a miss. But um, yeah, yeah, it was quite it was an enjoyable record. Um, you know, lyrically, um, it made me smile. It made me chuckle a few times. It's quite self-referential in places.
0: And he does like the swears.
1: And he does like the swears.
0: Because it's a very sweary album. Very sweary album. Yes, but... There should be a be multitude of stickers on this on this album if it was the parental guidance thing.
1: Yeah. But you probably don't hear half of them anyway.
0: No. <laughs> yes, they're growled. Yeah. No. So, moving swiftly on, uh, we move on to uh, the Backstreet Boys return of the backstreet boys what a segue <laughs> yeah um, and in a world like this i think it's the first like, the first, yeah, album the first in, yeah. in a while yeah um, first album how with, long is, has it been i'm not sure I, don't, I, don't expect- I, did, I, I did look it up and then forgot to write it down i think i think it's, I think it's the eight, their eighth album right. and oh i think God, right. and i think it's the first with all the original members ah. since about 2005
1: 2006 i said it, it felt like 10 Ten years or so since anyone had mentioned them.
0: Yeah, so it's... I have to say up front that I like it that way, whatever it's called. uh, (laughs) is one of my favourite songs of all time. (laughs) So, with that in mind... In a world like this, what kind of world is a world like this? It's a painful world,
1: Scott. (laughs) You know me, I like my pop music, I like my cheesy dance tunes... Oh, I didn't like this album. <laughs> I don't think you expected me to, though. Really, did you? No. <laughs> um, what? What? I, I, what I find with this album is that, that as, it, as, as we said, there's been a, a good ten, fifteen-year gap between between the peak of their powers and the present day, and yet here we are in 2013 with a Backstreet Boys album that sounds like a Backstreet Boys album from 10 or 15 years ago. and Only not as good. Only not <laughs> quite as good. And, as as, um, as a mate of mine pointed out, surely they're all 10 or 15 years older now as well. Yeah. And yet it still sounds like a bunch of young, frolicking guys. <laughs> <laughs> young jucks in a band, you know. Um, yes. And uh, you just think, oh, what I'm hearing doesn't quite equate... With what I believe I should be hearing, if that makes sense. Well, I suppose that what it comes down to is that when, when boy bands, certainly on this side of the, of the pond, have. Um, sorry, I'll, I'll start again. I'm not going to do that silly accent. You're gonna do no, I'm not going to do accents. Uh, certainly on this side of the Atlantic, um, the, 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 boy, the, the boy bands that we, we know and love in the UK have sort of gone away for, for their 10, 15 year hiatus, and they've come back man bands. Yes, I'm thinking. That's I'm that's thinking, that's I, mean, I mean, take that. Obviously, the 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 lead on this, but there's been you know Westlife and, and yeah. Boyzone as well. Um, they sort of they've gone away as the, the sort of young frolicking cheeky chappies, and they've come back grown up. Uh, and again, I have to attribute this comment to a colleague. They come back a bit M S.
0: This is very true. <laughs> as opposed yes. to Topshop. <laughs> I would agree.
1: Yes. Uh, whereas the Backstreet Boys, it still sounds like they're in Topshop. Or Next, or whatever the hell it is nowadays.
0: where they are. It's, uh,
1: yeah.
0: This is one of those weird albums. The, 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 the title track and opening track mm. I quite liked. Mm. I thought, yeah. all right. it's alright. It's alright.
1: It begins okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, perfectly pleasant, catchy slice of pop. And at that point, I was thinking, this might not be that bad. But that's not really what happens, is it? Uh, it this is one of those kind of records, I think, that kind of gives blandness a bad name. Mm. You know, it's soulless... Yeah. Insipid. Yeah. You've got... Uh, you know, the, tra- tra- the second track, the third track's called Permanent Stain. Yeah. Uh, I swear I listened to this record one than a couple of times <laughs> you would it's have a, a permanent, permanent stain. <laughs> so it, it's, it's a level of blandness that's almost offensive. <laughs> it
1: gets blander the further it goes on as well, somehow, because it's insipid to start with.
0: Yeah, and you've got, the, you've, got, you've got that attempt at various things, so you've got the kind of... You've got the two ballady, acoustic-y yeah. things... Um, which are quite painful. Uh, Madeleine, particularly, is just... Oh,
1: yeah, again,
0: dreadful. a
1: 17-year-old kid straight out of One Direction singing that, I can buy it.
0: Yeah, you've got Trust, which sounds like bad Olly Murs. Mm. Don't believe I just said that, but, yeah. but it does. And, yeah, in a, in a week where Morgan Spurlock's documentary mm. of One Direction has just come out, and I remember us reviewing the One Direction al- album and actually thinking it was perfectly fine for what mm, it what For it, it well, yeah. And in fact, up against yeah. this, it's positively the white album. Yep. <laughs> I mean, it really is.
1: No, no, really, I do. Get, I completely get what you're saying. Um, yeah, it's it just. Ooh, it, it, it's a shame, really, that I think they've missed a trick, because as you say, the original lineup is back together. And yes, I was discussing this at work, and and yes, the feedback certainly from, from my female quality, colleagues was was more positive. Oh, really? Are they back together? You know, I was a fan. You know, um, which I, and, I, and I think if if they troubled if you if you troubled listener to buy the record, you'd be disappointed.
0: I think that's definitely the case. It's
1: not. It's not. It's not the great take that style comeback, which is a shame. So no. So Backstreet ain't back.
0: No, they ain't. All right. So moving swiftly on to our, our fourth uh, disc of the day, and I think it's the third album from the gypsy punk band called <laughs> Bordello, oh, uh, yeah. Pure Vida Conspiracy. Yeah. Which I couldn't, every time I see the word Vida now, I almost think of Coldplay. Yeah, it's a shame. Uh, and, and you <laughs> know. This doesn't sound like Coldplay.
1: No, no, this this is the furthest thing from yeah from Coldplay.
0: Um, essentially, the band have taken a, a uh, adopted the If It Ain't Broke, Don't Fix It approach to this re- record. Um, uh, I own the first or well, the last couple of albums. Uh, demonstrated by the opening track, "Rise Again, which is a pretty much perfect example of what this band is about. It kind of encapsulates <laughs> the whole thing, really. You know, it's kind of part Sicilian wedding band, part pose, <laughs> part tongue-in-cheek thrash folk band, thrash folk, uh, and ah. <laughs> like that. I like that. Yeah. Um, uh. it's just an enjoyable alternative party record. It is really. It is. Know, it's, it's it's a it's, giggle. Yeah. You got great kind of a uh, pirate-inspired uh, songs and lyrics. So, kind uh. Of, uh, in the way you name your ship, yeah, which is just you know fantastic. Um, and uh, John the Conqueror, also great, great fun. Prince um, yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And in, in, in the na- way you name your ship, it's got the great line, if you taught your parrot to stutter. <laughs> really like. uh, and, and also on the song, uh, The Side of the Rainbow, there's the uh, awesome line, I've seen the other side of the rainbow and it was black and white. Which again, I thought was just a brilliant piece of writing. Uh. Um, so for me, if you're already a fan, this won't disappoint you. Yeah. Um, whilst it doesn't recapture really the brilliance, perhaps, of. uh the first album, Gypsy Punk. Uh, it's an enjoyable record. Uh, that yeah, it's good. Good for parties. Good for mm. weddings.
1: It's good summer. Good summertime record. Yeah, yeah. actually, uh, yeah, great for parties. Um, I, I, you could you, you slip this on in the background, and it's just got such a happy vibe running through it, um, with lots of strange Mediterranean or even Russian accents. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, no. It's a, a, a really enjoyable record. Um, you mentioned John the Conqueror, and the other side of the rainbow. We uh, rise again was uh, another yep. another favourite of mine, and Mal- Malandrino, <laughs> and it, it's all very accented. I said I wouldn't do accents. <laughs> um, it's all very accented, and it's all it's all it's just a, a, an absolute barnstorm. Barnstorm. B- barn. Barnstorm of a
0: record sticking in America uh, we move on to some uh, indie and you album by a band called Speedy Ortez mm. who I believe is essentially uh, a woman called Sadie Dupree uh, it's a band uh, she was kind of a solo artist and decided she so needed a band um, so just grabbed some people together essentially for all accounts but for all, for all intents and purposes it's kind of her baby mm. as it were um, and I think it's safe to say this uh sound-wise revisits the
1: uh 90s i was gonna say this is very much a 90s record but unlike the backstreet minds <laughs> <laughs> it's um it's you know it, it it really harked back to to some of those um female i was gonna say female i was about to describe a rock chick as female shock horror rock chicks might be women um no, it's it's it took me back to some of those female-led bands, great bands of the nineties. Um, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm think I'm thinking of Hole. I know this doesn't sound like Hole, yeah, but do you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I it's got, to, it's got, got like, that like, sort yeah. of indie vibe to it. That breeders hole, and breeders. throwing
0: moose, throwing moose, throw mooses.
1: Even yeah. even Canancy crossed my mind at one point, oh, you know, which is a bit out there. But um, it, it it's that it's that sort of rocking nineties all girl group hmm. um and uh and a, a really enjoyable record um highlights again well quite solid all the way through uh quite short quite a short record and uh, no, as soon as it started I, I felt it finished um i quite enjoyed gary yeah
0: <laughs> I, don't know, words, I, like, I like gary Gar- gary has a pause
1: yeah
0: i love songs have a song with in. a
1: pause songs with and it just in. drops off <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know, and it's just yeah, yeah. I quite like that. And again, I, I think that's I think that's a '90s thing as well. Mm. Songs coming to abrupt ends and then starting again. So, um, so uh, unlike the previous record from that the era, which we've heartily dismissed, um, this was a very, a very enjoyable record and one I, I feel that I should give another couple of listens to at least.
0: Mm. Yeah. This, is, this is one of my. Uh, I, I love this record. Mm. Uh, in fact, I'm, I'm already thinking that it's one of my favourite albums of the year. Actually. Good lord! I know. <laughs> uh, it, this was a cracking surprise, surprise mm. to me. Yeah, it surprised um, me too. Uh, I said something to, to you. I was, it was hearing bands like Belly, um, even, even male fronted bands, so the Pixi, Pixies. Echo Belly. That's who I was thinking of. Echo Belly. Pavement as well. Yeah. Was a bit, um, so, very much mixed things. Mm. And. What this does, which is what those lot those artists did so well, which is to make a sound that can be both visceral but still contain a kind of inner pure pop sensibility at the the same time.
1: Oh, yeah, Um, absolutely.
0: And added to that, there's kind of of some wit and invention in it as well. Mm. Um, Some great uh, lyrics in this album. Not always easy to hear, it has to be said, because of the way it's mixed, but uh, particularly of a line uh, in Casper where she goes... Getting perfect marks at the sycophantic academy,
1: <laughs> which I
0: just love. Yeah, um, and her anger over You Picked a Virgin Over Me in MKV1 at the end of the album, yeah, which I really like. Uh, favourite tracks for me, darker
1: hues to that end record yeah, as well. Yeah,
0: yeah, favourite tracks for me, Gary, like you like Gary. say, No Below, which I uh, love, mm. and the opening trap, uh, Pioneer Spine, um, just great, but overall, I don't think actually there's a bad track on no, the album no um like i said it runs for about 30 odd minutes okay, if that um, yeah um and yeah I, I think this album's definitely got a very good chance of appearing in my very top enjoy- five come the end of the year
1: wow an enjoyable an enjoyable record that one
0: so just one to do uh and it's one of those bbc ones to watch yes uh who we covered it at the start of the year, and also we kind of covered it in the last podcast because she was doing a vocal on the Disclosure yeah. uh, album. One um, of Trent
1: Reznor's current favourite records, that one. Really? <laughs> really? Mm. Yep. Okay.
0: <laughs> Moving swiftly on. <clears throat> yeah, so as I've already mentioned, uh, both in that last podcast in relation to that track, and which actually was one of the better tracks on it that album. It was one of the better tracks on that album, yeah. But... Yep. Yeah when we covered them originally uh my biggest issue with this band is that i find her voice a bit too whiny that said however um i think half this album is quite good mm. uh i think the opening half of the album as
1: i said top half of them yeah the lower half.
0: holds together yeah. Re- reasonably well whilst it's not particularly my thing no it's all right I, it isn't is it no it's all right quite enjoyed it yeah and i thought yes yeah, this, is, this is fine yeah but i think as it progresses i think the more forgettable and weaker it gets it's like they had half an album's worth of material and then thought oh we need a full album and so in in all parlance side one's quite good side yeah. two is shouldn't have really bothered I, I i think that's
1: probably i would be a bit fairer um uh it i think it's it's yeah, I mean the strongest, the stronger tracks are on the first half. Um, your dra- your drums is, is sorry with the accents again um, is on there as well, uh, which was the single I think from earlier this year, yeah. um, which we reviewed. But I think
0: a couple of singles are at the start. There
1: at the start of the album, and the start of the album is stronger. I actually found the whole album though quite an enjoyable listener, particularly after on the second or third run through. Um, yeah, it, it's again, it's quite a quite a party album perhaps once the, the crazy gypsy punk's been taken off and things are sort of calming down a little bit um, it, later in the evening later in the evening yeah it's, it's it's got that vibe to it it feels very very London in it you know yes it's, it's got it's got a cool bar vibe all the way through it which, which in this sense because we've reviewed some albums this year where they've tried that and it doesn't work in this sense I think it works um, it's you know it's, it's a, a well produced record it's a it's, it crosses dance pop and a little bit of soul as well, so it, it mm. ticks those boxes. Um, I've I, I nothing, nothing really negative to say, um, except perhaps to agree with you that the opening is stronger. But you know, give it a few more listens; it's a grower. Consider yourself. I've been, been quite succinct <laughs> on this particular podcast, haven't I? <laughs> She's good. Yeah, it's
0: not like me. they coming in under 30 minutes. <laughs> hey, you can go home soon. just going to go over... Oh, and, yeah, oh, it's, you
1: know, it's all going wrong now. But, you
0: know. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah. what do you think? Uh, for me, I think Speed Your Tears is, is my... Really? One of the well, month. closely followed by the Civil Wars. Civil
1: War Wars, yeah. Okay. Yeah, likewise. Um.
0: Uh, right, uh, next time... don't know what we're going to do next time, although I think we'll... We'll do the new Roddy Hart album, uh, Roddy Hart and Loads of Fire album. Let's give them the full title. Yeah. Uh, and five others. So until then, ta-da. ta Check out our website at cttbmusic.co.uk. Also, follow us on Twitter at cttbmusic. The Music podcast is a Vineland production.